guys! Welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, someone is on a murdering spree. Our only suspect is dead, unless a ninja possessed my girlfriend. But what are the chances of that? Yep, we're talking about Ninja 3, The Domination. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. I am your host, Cody Everett. Do me a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. We did receive one uh, this week, but they didn't write anything, so uh, we don't know who it was, but thank you, Phantom Five Star Reviewer. Nice. We appreciate it. Um, if you just do it, you get it in the beginning of the show like that, uh, but everybody else <laughs> gets it at the end. Um <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate it then go to our youtube channel uh check that out subscribe listen to our old episodes leave comments uh watch our unboxing videos i think we have a couple on there we got we're gonna do more we're gonna do more it's coming we'll think of something friendships <laughs> we'll make friendships i should have did an unboxing video for my region free blu-ray player we should have oh yeah that would have been amazing we all there's, a, there's literally two flaps between me and a blu-ray player so a little bit of fun unboxing we could, we could have talked to, we could have talked about the gloss <laughs> <laughs> tonight we are talking about ninja 3 the domination it was uh directed by sam fist fistenberg 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 was it his first? You didn't rehearse film? this. Was this his first Berg film? It, Could it, have been his first Berg film. We're not sure. Hurting. It's not his first. It's well, not. His, I don't want to hear his first name anymore. The rest of this episode. Uh, <laughs> could have been his second Berg. <laughs> it came out in 1984. That's important to know. Had uh, made about 7.6 million in the box office, and it, it was filmed here in the U.S. Currently sits at a 57 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which I want to talk about. Sure do. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, if you don't know what it's about. An evil ninja attempts to avenge his death uh, from the beyond the grave by possessing an innocent woman. Cool. Yeah, Nailed yeah. it. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, That's you got it. it. Nailed it. So Nailed it. It's it in a nutshell. So uh, who uh, who had... Uh, I picked this movie. Thanks for asking. Oh, shit. I forgot. <laughs> I was waiting for him to introduce us, and I was going to yeah. ask. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. That didn't happen yet. Uh, I always we weren't invited to the table. That's why. Yeah. 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 It was a trick done. question, Chris, and you fucking failed. I failed. I failed. <laughs> it's clear that's why he's the host. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilmbeck. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salucio. Hi, everybody. Cody, this was your pick. Why did you pick Ninja 3 The Domination? Uh, the reason I picked Ninja 3 is because originally I was going to pick Raw Head. Rex, Chris, did you hear that? Rawhead Rex. I heard it. Not Rawhide, uh, which I got for Christmas, but I You're left welcome. it here. You did leave it here. <laughs> you did, and you. I went to go find it Along streaming. every other gift you got. That's true. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I tried to look for it streaming. Couldn't find it streaming anywhere. So um, I was like, I had to pick an, another movie. So I know that Hulu has a cult corner that they call with films in there. And in there is Ninja 3, The Domination. And we've already done Enter the Ninja, which is the first movie. Revenge of the Ninja is the second movie. This is the third one. And I think it's notoriously known for being bad. Mm -hmm. So 
I was like, hey, it's free. Uh, it's Tuesday. I got we got to have this watched by Thursday. Uh, I should pick a movie. It's a real panic pick. Yeah. So I picked, <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked Ninja 3, uh, The Domination. Okay. A good all right. All right. So had anyone seen this film before? Because I had not seen it. Picked it blind. <laughs> Hell I, no. I knew what it was about, but I picked it blind. I had not seen this film. No, not at all. I had seen this film. There it is. You have? Mm-hmm. Of course you have. Yeah. When I was uh when I was uh in high school my freshman year I got way I I had seen uh actually my brother had had purchased the uh, Kurosawa collection and which had in it. which had Se- Seven Samurai, <laughs> Yohimbo and Senyao, which set me off on this path of I've got to find samurai ninja movies mm-hmm. and uh thinking I was getting the same level of quality Disappointment uh, <laughs> ensued. You quickly learned that there is a difference between a there's Kurosawa a different film side. and there's a, a Sam Furstenberg. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, what it really taught me was this is what it really taught me. It taught me. It taught me um, how decades matter uh, in filmmaking. So when you get to the '80s, you just stay away from stuff with the ninja in it. Yeah, anything with ninja in it. Yeah, yeah. You're it's, not. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get Kurosawa. That's that's why you know. So. Well, you kind of know. That. I mean, he's one of the greats, right? I so didn't know that at the time. Oh, though. gotcha. Yeah, but you know, I think you know Sam's up there. I think he's next to him. First well, burgers I, I, up listen, there. I think I think we got to give him credit for having a a extensive library of ninja films. Yeah, yeah. Like he's the king of the eighties, ninety, the eighties uh, ninja, ninja films, film genre. I, I would say. Like, let's give him. Yeah, that's there's some credit title to, to be deserved there. You know, I mean, if you can if you can create a genre for a time that people are like us are still going back and watching and exploring, it's like you 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 succeeded. I also want to say I, I I watched the shit out of these type of films when when you were you know when I was a kid, like I did not. Well, I mean, like I think about either. this: it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out in like what uh, late eighties, early nineties, right? Like I would say like like eighty nine, eighty eight, right? Yeah. So like. As a kid, you know, you watch that and you're like, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, exactly. Get everything with ninjas in it. You have it, to right? consume whatever yeah, is yeah. in that same. And that genre. was like what it was. It was like the American ninjas and all these other fucking ninja movies. There was a, a slew of ninja movies that came out in the 80s. Oh, yeah. And they were all, I mean, pretty campy. I will say, I've never watched any of the American ninja ones. I've seen two of the American yeah. ninjas. I um, liked, I, I saw this and uh, Revenge of the Ninja. Okay. I had never seen the. I had never seen Enter the Ninja. I had never seen the Enter, but I've seen the Revenge because the Revenge had a kick-ass box art, which again fooled me into thinking <laughs> this was this was oh this must be this must be what the game Shinobi is based off of. Look at that box art, yeah, and nothing yeah. like it. I uh, have not seen Revenge. That's the one I, I haven't seen. I now. really wanted to when you picked this film. I really wanted to actually go watch Revenge first yeah. and then go see this. I I tried to make a conscious effort to do that. I never got around. None to of them it. correlate. I really wish to. I None of them correlate. No, so. they're not connected in any yeah. way. But I just wanted to see. Revenge? Except that they're made by Canon, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, yes. and which is there? Ninja which is Canon? Somehow, can we just say <laughs> can- all Canon films are in the same Canon? I will say when you're watching one, you kind of know you're watching one. It's weird, like the way that they. Like I know they have different directors and stuff that have done things, but I, I feel like they all have a similar amount of campiness, low budget, but what? also kind of impressive at the same time. Can- certain- Canon was known for, for one thing, and that is big ideas with small budgets. Right. That's exactly. what they're known for, and that's why their films are like really hit and miss. Like Bloodsport, let's be honest, fucking great film. <laughs> Bloodsport is a fantastic Bloodsport film. Is, so there's no explosion, so we don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, but much. there's a difference, right? There's a difference between Canon produced and Canon distributed. Correct. There's films that they picked up 
that were already made that they just distributed out. Sure, but I mean, I, they I imagine they, they, they were didn't looking have hand in the actual production. <laughs> but I also, but I also think they were looking for the same type of thing, you know. Yeah. And then you get into like the later films, which is like the Masters of the Universe, and then the 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 Captain America in nineteen ninety, where it's like they're they're trying to use a big budget, like yeah. Masters of the Universe, like. It still looks like a big budget film, kind of, that just didn't have enough. <laughs> it was just $1 million like short. Like, the edges weren't rounded <laughs> it off just enough. Wasn't like, quite, catch a few splinters. Quite there. They didn't gloss that photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I feel with that film. Right. But, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, it does have that feel that you can even see it in the early stuff, whatever, yeah. whether they picked it up or made it. Like, it has like they wanted to go big and they did some impressive things actually. Like yeah. I think for an indie film, for a film that was a low budget film. They, they really dominated yeah. a lot of the eighties and, and and rightfully so. Like yeah. there's not It's ambitious for sure. Like And that's what it is. It's yeah. like ambition and it was I, I feel this like that just... was the canon mantra was make it big, make it really big ideas, like big explosions, whatever we can get there away with at the small budget. So many dumb mistakes in this movie though. Stakes? Mistakes. Mistakes. Yes, in this movie. You know what, though? I feel like once I, once I was like 15, 20 minutes into it, I was like, I'm not even going to try to look for mistakes because I know that this film ha- is going to have flaws. So I, I had to take my... But no, that's, what, that's what's like funny about it, too, though. It's just like, why... Like there's one the one scene that I think in particular is like when the ninja comes down from the rope uh, out of the tree... And kicks like the two bikers, off, like the two mo- the two cop bikers off their motorcycles, mm-hmm. and then one of them is magically back on his motorcycle, flying off the edge of a cliff into like a <laughs> pond. And you're like, how do you get back on the motorcycle? That wasn't a mistake. <laughs> They're like, we just need to put this stunt yeah. in the movie, like because I mean, we I'm, shot it with with all those with with such a low budget and all those stunts. I have to imagine, of course, it's it's a recipe for disaster when it comes to continuity because it's like. Man, that shot was good, but this shot's good. Like, do we really give a fuck if this guy ends up back on his bike <laughs> if we can kick him off again? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like that's a thing. Right. But. Then and and then the the uh, just the overall plot itself is uh, it's out there. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so not too crazy. Mike, what's the pl- tell him the plot? Tell him the plot, Mike, because I think it's crazy, and maybe if he hears it out it's, loud, it's kind of crazy. It's a mixture of a lot of different influences. I think we can safely say. Um, it's about a ninja. He's there's there is a uh, I, I what I assume is, is his target. He's playing golf, so we gotta assume maybe he's rich, right? And uh, this ninja is uh, must be uh, missioned or uh, assigned to kill this target. He ends up killing his entire security with no problem. Uh, kills him, kills his girlfriend for good measure, um, and then the cops find him. So he makes like I, I imagine this is kind of like a mistake. In the ninja world, you don't want to get found out. Right. Maybe you should have waited until nightfall, right. like ninjas often do. But this guy had said, "They wouldn't have been crazy yeah, ninja no, as no, he is." No night golf. No night golf. That's right. Wait, there is space golf though, which I feel like is probably not in the thing. What is that? Like indoors? I think it's like you have a like a glowing. Really? <laughs> I think it's like a glowing ball, like a like glow in the dark. Deviating ball. that quickly. But let's let's. let's and I, he decides the best target, the best time to kill this target is during the back nine. Playing wherever the fuck he is, he kills everybody, and then the cops find him, and they end up uh, encircling him. He takes out a shit ton of cops, like twenty cops. Takes out a, a helicopter, fantastic, and um, these cops surround him, and they plug him with about three hundred bullets from 
every possible gun that's ever been invented. <laughs> Felt like pistols, shotguns, machine guns, everything. This guy's flipping. He's getting killed. He shoots a smoke bomb, ends up kind of escaping these cops, ends up in like a field where he's found by a girl who is a, uh, a telephone worker. She works on the telephone poles. Phone company. Yep. Phone company, correct. And this ninja, speaking Japanese, she speaks English. He hands her the a sword. She takes it because, I mean, if a ninja's going to hand you a sword, you're going to have him take it. You're going to take it. Who doesn't want a ninja sword, right? Well, yeah. Right, Kyle? Doesn't sound ridiculous <laughs> yet. Chris seems to think he won't take a ninja sword, but I think that he's wrong on that one. Technically, he hasn't actually gotten to a ridiculous part yet. Oh, so, so far, so oh, far. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry, the guy being we're shot three hundred times? We're going to leave that We're going to leave that for the rest of the show, yeah. Um, so he hands her the sword, and this somehow possesses her with his spirit. What do you mean somehow? Clearly you've never seen Amityville Part 2, when it possesses a clock. Or <laughs> a light. That's not two. I'm sorry, a light. But I don't know by what means. <laughs> and then a clock. And I don't then, know and by then... what means specters can in, can uh, oh, influence your body or time. take it over. It could be from cock, sword, I guess any uh, inanimate object. Did you say cock? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely heard cock. Are we talking about roosters? <laughs> could be a rooster, could be an actual penis. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. That's not really inanimate, spe- is it? Let's just be honest. The spirit can, the spirit can flow from one body to another uh, through a number of mediums. Any and in this case, bodies. it's a sword. And uh, she ends up trying to take revenge on all the cops that were killing until she meets one young cop, one strapping young cop, <laughs> who she falls in love with, and uh, she finds herself in conflict. Who, I want to ask this question, too. Hey, halfway through the movie, um, <laughs> does Billy quit the police force? Because he just stops dressing like a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should leave that for later in the show, because I need to talk about... The- There's also a world that we live in that seems to either be lawless or neglectful. I don't understand how any of these people are cops. You know what? These are all good things to talk about when we come right back. Stop the car. Look, Chrissy, I'm only trying to help. You get charged with assault for what you did to those guys. Well, that's my problem. I don't need any help, especially from you, Officer Secord. You know, I am sick and tired about hearing how you don't like cops. Because I want to tell you something, Miss Independence. I like being a cop. And if you don't want to go out with me just because I'm a cop, then the hell with you, lady. Listen, I don't have any coffee in my apartment. But I do have some veggies. Would you like to take me home? And we're back. We're talking about Ninja 3, The Domination. This is Cody's pick. Came out in 1984. Important thing to know. Um, Can you talk third person the rest of the episode? Yeah. yeah. The Cody uh, picked this film because... No. I'm usually the, the Cody. How about... Yeah. yeah. He's the... It's even, no. it's even, <laughs> it's you even somehow more. made speaking in the third person even more egotistical <laughs> yeah. by referring to you as the Cody. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Breaking new ground. I love it. So uh, one of the questions I have on here is what the actual fuck. And the reason I have that on here is because that was my thought process throughout this whole movie. Uh, <laughs> watching it. Even, Why? Even because, dude, what ninja, right now from the beginning, what ninja is in like a secret tomb? And why is this shit there in America already? You know, you know what in I was- In a secret tomb? I'll tell you what I was wondering about that scene. In Phoenix. I was wondering, I said, I, I says, I says, what is the price- and the cost involved in running a fluorescent lamp that's buried within a rock. You know, and how do you run the power out to that is what I wanted to know. Because he goes out to a cave and, and, and there's a rock with a lamp 
built into it's it. True. So I was just kind of like, <laughs> like I, I was just I was just like intrigued <laughs> by that. I was intrigued by that the whole film. I was like I was like, do you think they have to get like a land surveyor out before they can lay the lines in? No, actually, Kyle, a- that was magic that was lighting up in there. Okay, he actually that- hid his ninja gear in in plain sight in a tourist uh, uh, spot. Oh, okay. <laughs> It was like yeah. Karshner Caverns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Ninjas are masters of deception. Uh, I imagine <laughs> they can hide their swords in plain sight, and you wouldn't even know it. Masters of lighting and fog machines as well. <laughs> you didn't notice I'm talking into a shuriken right now. I didn't even know it because what is- it's been hidden. Uh, a shuriken. Yeah. It's a ninja joke. It's a ninja joke. I don't know you, about you it. You have a lot of those tonight. <laughs> a lot of ninja let's jokes. keep it going, guys. Let's keep the, it going. No. Yes, and? and? <laughs> so it just reveals that he's got a lot of weapons stashed. But basically, he's got a lot of them stashed in a mountain in the middle of the desert. Mm-hmm. And then he goes just running off into the wild yeah. to a golf course. Yeah. Where uh, I thought was the it's just the weirdest. It felt like so out of place in such a weird setting for a ninja movie. I for, saw it, and I was like, dude, that's Camelback Mountain. Like, that has to be. You're so cool, bro. You can identify her as on I'm just saying, when you live here your whole life, when you live here your whole life, yeah, I have, and we should be excited about it because there's not too many movies that are filmed here. So to see one that actually well, takes yeah. place is kind of cool. It's a, it's a low, yeah, it's a local film. Great, <laughs> 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 yeah. not you since know, Bill and Ted have I seen a landmark. Ninja Three really put AZ on the map, guys. You don't know about it. Yeah, they did a real good job hiding the fact that it was filmed here too. Talk about this, like, so this ninja. I mean, like, I mean, as we. <laughs> understood from Enter the Ninja. Ninjas are murderous bastards. Yes, they the, will kill uh, mercilessly with no with no remorse. No remorse. You could yeah. you could point to a ninja and say that preschool over there has a bunch of is a cartel, and he'll kill every preschooler in that place. Right. right. He's not going to second guess that. Right. Don't even think twice. This is why he cleared out that 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 whole that whole entourage. And, he, and it's and, and in the world of canon, I feel specifically. Being a ninja is like it. Like it doesn't matter if it's it's under the nightfall or day. Like because you would think that a golf course with its like wide s- open wide open <laughs> planes, like nothing is more visible than on a golf course. It's so visible. It's 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 a, des- it's a designed <laughs> so that you can see a small white ball the size of an inch from like two hundred yards away. Yeah, like it's designed so you can see shit like this, and this is the place that this guy has decided he's going to kill his target. He's out under, in the open, out in the open, clearly out in the open, and, un- and under ninja. security of like eight other guys. Yeah, but did you notice he waited until they got to a shady spot and then he pulled it, pulled his attack? But he waited until they were under the cover of trees. I also really wonder, like, if he was a good golfer. This plan would have failed. That's true. If he was always in the fairway and he was always knocking yeah, if, on the green. If, if he didn't hack it over there. If it was a Tiger Woods or some shit or like fucking, you know, Greg Norman or somebody. He would have never stepped in the shit. Yeah, he never would have no. This it. was also the first. He would be in the rough. He could have had a good day today. This is also the first time where I actually said what the actual fuck out loud. Which part? Was when after, so the security guards come over. And he crushes the the golf ball in his hand. Very impressive. Right. Good Very move. impressive. That's a Very good impressive. Lots of powder. I, I so yeah. wanted one of the security guards to say, uh, can we get a mulligan on this one? <laughs> can we get a drop on this, guys? He literally slaughters everyone. And then, like, it's one of the best parts is that the rich guy and his, uh, I'm assuming a wife or girlfriend, <laughs> try to get away on a golf cart. It's going, like, three miles an hour. It's going so slow. And then the ninja... Grabs the golf cart one handed, <laughs> stops it, and lifts it in the air. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, 
Okay, so how strong is this ninja? Super I mean, strong. ninjas are infinitely strong. He knows all ten of the at this hand point, At this point, this this ninja this ninja is is already showing superhuman strength. Right. Yeah. Well, hold on. Yes. Wait. How heavy is a golf cart? It's not that heavy. Six thousand. I mean, I think I think one hand is pushing it, but I feel like maybe two hands you can probably with two lift people one. on it. Yeah, but you guys, yeah, you true. guys, you guys are breezing yeah. over a very one, important one's plot one twenty ones. You're breezing over a very important plot point, which is that this size. ninja has mastered all ten hand techniques of the ninja, which makes him vin- basically invincible. Okay, did and they? Where was that? that? Wait, wait, wait. Did they explain that? Yeah, where was that at? <laughs> they do when. Um, he uh, when he's explaining this ninja when the when the eye patch ninja is explaining the other this ninja to the other person ah. and he's explaining who he is and why he's as powerful. Gotcha, missed it. Yeah. Everybody knows. But, that so guy. in the beginning of the film, though, you don't know that shit at all because you're not supposed to. Because guess what? It's a fucking ninja, and this is the '80s. Ninjas were like well, superhumans. Yeah, well, of course they are because as the you know as as Mike was saying, the cops do show up. And then there's that real fucking Jason goes to hell moment where all you the know cops. What's funny, can I say something? I didn't go what the fuck on when he lifted up the golf cart. I, I accepted that. I didn't. But I when, didn't. but when he was in the center of the shooting gallery and just getting unloaded on, that was the that was when I when I vocally out loud just was like, "What the shit?" When he starts moving yep. again. Yep. In fact, Kyle, what did you hear me say? <laughs> Yeah, you you shouted basically exactly what I said, and then I texted him. I was he like, it's, "It's great to hear I, you're, I you're shouting screamed, the same thing I am." What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. And Kyle texts me <laughs> from upstairs, and he's just like, "I know what scene you're at," yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad we share opinions. Is that when he was shot nine million times? It is. Yeah, yeah. he is plugged with so many bullets. I mean, so many. He is in just a dance circle. I mean, this is like step up, but with guns. It's <laughs> all that no cops him. got shot. Because they were all in a circle shooting. But they're all What's funny. Dude, they're what, all good shots. And it's all just going into his body. What's funny is that what, the way that scene the that scene cuts, that way that scene ends, is as the smoke clears, you just see a sea of cop bodies. And I like thought to myself, "Be like, well, they took out ten of their own in the firefight, but the ninja's dead." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how that the, they frame that shot. Yeah. yeah. But the ninja's not dead. No, the ninja's not dead. Ninjas are never dead. You don't know that. And he 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 he. This movie. Clearly proves ninjas don't die. He goes off into the into the wilderness, and uh, our main character, uh, what's her name, uh, Christy? Is it yeah, Christy. Christy. Yeah. I think it's Christy. She she, looks she like is a uh, she's climbing herself a telephone pole to work on a telephone box, or to or to just catch a good breeze. Yeah, which, which I'm gonna say like was a little bit surprising because I was like I never seen a woman play this role. Like you never could- watched Flashdance. Was she? Uh, was she a telephone she pole? A she was a steel mill worker. Oh, really? No, yeah, I never saw like it. A welder or whatever. Nope, I never did. Here's, you should check out more eighties, sir. Flash dance. <laughs> Who knew? Here's, here's it's a thing. real moment in feminism. I have to say. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. I'm everywhere, girl. Who? Uh, fixes telephone bowls. Uh, it was unexpected. Gets That's possessed all I'm by a dude, and then can't get over it because she's in love with another dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really, it's really great. Great writing in feminism. <laughs> no, Solid. it's called a no, leave it to canon, right? We'll go into how stupid this fucking film is later. Go on, Cody. I'm sorry. So uh, this is part of it. So she, like you said, when she's going up there and just relaxing in the breeze, right? Yeah. She takes off her helmet, lays her head back. There is no telephone box. Puts the helmet back on, comes back into the shot. There is a telephone box in front of her. <laughs> 
There's shit like this throughout this movie where you're like, they'll turn, they'll not have a sword, they'll turn back, they have a sword. There's a, there's a, there's <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a ton of continuity errors in this, errors it's, in this it's film. Insane. And, you know, it's insane. It's well, pretty bad. I, I feel like, I, I gotta imagine, listen, they didn't, they couldn't afford multiple takes. So it's like, hit the take, crap, telephone pole wasn't in front of her, throw it up now, alright, shoot this scene, no one will notice. I mean, let's talk about the, 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 uh, uh, the helicopter crash. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole time you're seeing this helicopter and it's flying this way, obviously it's piloted by somebody that's doing these stunts in right. this helicopter, and you see it kind of go over the mountain and there's an explosion. Right. Uh, so obviously the, the helicopter didn't crash, they didn't blow up an actual right, helicopter, right. but what they did Wait, was they what? obviously had some pyrotechnics. Right, right. They just had, they just had a firebomb I have there. to imagine that was a one take. That was one take. That was one take. That, that, was, one, wrong, that, that was one take. That's why I, that's, I, I thought that too. To my, I thought that to yeah. myself. I, I, I thought that's probably why there, there's that insert shot in there. Because it cuts to the wide, where uh-huh. it's gonna like fly into the mountain, and then it cuts to the insert it's of the close up, yeah. and then it cuts back, and I'm like looking, I'm like, well, that was a real weak, that was a real weak cloud. That was probably a really weak explosion that went off. <laughs> yeah, you know, I used some some and some some stock footage to fill that. I got to give credit to whoever shoots, you know, who who does the cinematography for Canon's films because. If you only got one take to get it, like it better be sellable, yeah. you know. And so that's one thing I could say is they seem to always get the shot. <laughs> they always, I'm Chris Rivers. No, we and already, that's my. I thought that too. I no, that's my of side show. of the story. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And not only the shot, but the shot be damned. Like yeah. the shot be damned from everything else. Yeah. Like they'll keep that shot. I think they know where the where the, the money shots are in this film, mm-hmm. with every film they've ever done, and they and they and if, if that means a continuity error here and there, yeah, like so guess what, it. they will forgive it. And you, you know what, it's true. Everybody knows that when you watch a con- canon film, you're not sitting there thinking like, okay, I'm going to get some deep storytelling. No, you shut here. your brain off. <laughs> you shut your brain off, and you and you're in it for fucking crazy shit. That's what you're in for, and they knew what they it's, were selling. It's, it's action, and then it's suspense, yeah. and you know, and then maybe some corniness. I bet you there are far more continuity. Er- con- I can't even say continuity today. Continuity errors in this film that any of us can all pick up. Oh on. yeah, no, I. I, I bet you that yeah, if yeah. we had to do a list of it, we would find so much more. If that's all we were doing. Was oh, I agree for them. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. Thank you. All right, we ready for the rating of the show? Or? <laughs> And where do you want to go with that? And uh, we have no matter nine what, more no, ma- no matter what, they always get the shot. <laughs> they always get the shot. And I'm Heather Van Blockman. <laughs> this is I, I'm Artie Shapiro. <laughs> and thank you again for listening to Fresh Air. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, so that was my yeah. We had the that was so you, you, uh, what? Uh, so, so, yeah. It's me just getting caught back a, up. This is a good movie. That's why it's so easy to talk about. <laughs> It's not a good movie, and that is why it's easy to talk about, though. I mean, All right, wh- so where are we at in this movie, man? So basically where we're at, Kyle, I'm glad you asked that, Yeah, was the, the fact that we, uh, we the, the gr- girl is on the telephone pole, and now she's down. Right. She's found the ninja. And, of course, what you would do is if, if uh, the police come and say this man has killed a whole bunch of police officers, you would immediately take the weapon that he's given you and hide it from them. Yeah, but don't listen, tell them about no, no, it. Let's take it back. Let's take it back yeah. to the- You're missing an important plot point. Right? Is that what you're going to say? I don't know what the plot point is, but I'm confused by uh, an action that's done. Oh, please do tell. Okay, my my, my confusion is this uh, um, Japanese man literally just attacked this woman, like, violently, and he 
screams out something in Japanese and she stops and turns around and go and embrace he, she embraces him again. So, Why? Okay, so what you're missing here and listen, there there there's two insert shots in this scene, right? Okay. Both of them involve her hair getting blown back by a magic wind. Okay. All right. The magic wind hits her first when she first sees him. And then hits her again after she takes the sword and he dies. I did not take into account the wind. Yeah, magic wind <laughs> plays a huge role in ninja films. All right, magic wind is important. Okay, that's important. I didn't know yeah. this. I, I was I didn't. We didn't learn this on Rikio. Was there any, was there wind in that? That that is, that is a, there was that, wind. that is like a kung fu martial arts film. Different than samurai and ninjas. Yeah. I said ninja specific. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't know the difference. Yeah. I didn't catch up on the wind thing either. No, that was that was that was a that was that was legitimately I mean, a way to show that something mystical had happened. I am going to tell you right now that when I was watching, I, I did not notice the wind as well, but I can tell you that whatever it was in that scene, I knew that that girl was going to be like, well, she's not just going to run off. Like this, this yeah. ninja wasn't there to kill her. Like right. I knew it was like something's going to happen. And as soon as he starts holding out the sword, she's like, ah, she's going back. It's like a Chucky situation. It is. It's like a really weird, like something draws her. And maybe it's mystical powers. Maybe he's he's drawing her, um, luring her with that sword. Maybe uh, like maybe, a, maybe he's the first stages of possession. Like a vampire almost. Right. You know, you just look and you, you say, know, she, there's no way there's no way that she's gonna hear me. she's gonna hear <laughs> scratches in the walls because they're in the desert. So the next best thing is is mystic wind. Yeah. Mystic yeah. wind, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, because of this, she's taken to the police station, and we're introduced to who I think is probably the nerdiest fucking cop on the planet. Real yeah. quick, you now understand why she hid the sword, right? Because she was already possessed at this point. She's already possessed at this point. Yeah, yeah. Half, of her, half of her actions are not her own. Yes. At this point. Yeah. So who knows if she's really in love with this nerdy doctor, or maybe it's the, she's the, not. the ninja. Maybe the ninja can finally be himself. <laughs> the ninja finally come out of the mean? closet. Now that yeah. really the himself. ninja is finally, you know, in the body that he feels like he yeah. identifies with, he can come out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Maybe that's... I don't know. I don't know either. Well, which half, Chris? You know it's what? Kind of, like, you know what? Schrodinger's box, Nin- Chris, is what it is. <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. <laughs> As we said with Dan <laughs> the plot is not important. Continuity is not important. What's important is the feel. <laughs> and, you know, if you want to interpret it that way. It's all about emotions. I think it's, I think it's accurate. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, it's all so, about young love. She sees this cop. She falls in love. No, she doesn't no, fall in love. No, she, she hates him at she first. Sees she the cop. hates him. She sees she has a, well, she has PTSD flashback, and she's cold to him after that. Yeah, because she sees all the cops murder. Yeah, uh, who her fifty percent of her now. Yep. Um, and so now she must exact her revenge, and the rest is like a, just a ninja fucking killing spree, right? Where uh, the uh, her dumbass boyfriend is like, "There's some stupid ass scene. Let's just talk about it." Yeah, the goddamn, I really, I re- we really need to talk about it. The James Hong scene? scene. The James Hong scene. Let's or just take them. Just no, Cody, no, no. Cody, Cody, Cody go what go what scene you want, and we'll just get to it. It will jump around because there's probably a lot of them. Uh, I was going to talk about the James Hong scene, like where uh, they go. So they they find out that she's possessed, or or think that she's possessed. That the the cop boyfriend's <laughs> yes suspecting this. So he's his cop his cop intuition. <laughs> <laughs> he's discovered. You know what? I think you might be possessed yeah. by a Japanese I mean, demon. <laughs> I think we gotta go. But listen, listen. Either buy Mike, a Mogwai or Mike, go to this Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike, this guy did not get his gold shield for nothing. All right, he's yeah. a detective for you know a reason. What? Years. The academy has taught him this. Which yeah. I'm glad you said Mogwai because that's coming up real quick. <laughs> um, 
They go to a, to a, a, a Japanese doctor, which is, is like a shaman or a yeah. priest. And this this shaman or priest, I'm not sure if he was supposed to be played as like not knowing what the fuck he is doing, <laughs> <laughs> or if they just wrote him like on accident to not know what the fuck he is doing. He's right. He did not it, know what the fuck uh, he was doing. What did he, what did he, how did he take it? <laughs> I, I, I took it as he was kind of a fake, and he wasn't. He didn't know as much as like people claimed he knew. Like he had this like this this kind of bullshit that he's that he's kind of he's made a business out of being kind of a bullshit artist. And then someone shows up with an actual demon inside of it, and then he's yeah. just kind of like. Oh shit! Yeah, well, if you got ladies doing flips on your chain belt, oh my god, I didn't that, take it that scene way. I watched three times. <laughs> I didn't take it that way. Here's how I took it: I took it as that maybe he like I feel like there may be like a scale of demons or maybe a scale of like spirits that can possess you. Yes, but he like stepped into something too deep with the ninja. Right. That's how I took it. I took it. I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I expel demons all he the time. He was used to doing other you know, types your, of demons. Your typical demon that makes you bite your nails too much, or your typical demon that makes you smoke. You know, I, yeah, I can expel those things in a second. Here's some mushrooms or whatever. And this is an actual yeah. person. But then all of a sudden, it's just like, yeah, I got this one. And he's just like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna strap her up. But here's the thing. You're right though. There is a moment where it's like the fact that he has to like tie her up ahead of time leads me to believe that he's predicted to some extent, like. I don't know, man. I think this this might be something. I mean, look, something that I'm not used to. It's common knowledge within the, the the ninja mystical world that this black ninja has died recently. So maybe he knew. Maybe yeah, but he I knew. feel like. But, and here's a weird thing. Can, can we just talk about something? There is a, and we can't expect much from canon. I feel like there's a mishmash of Asian cultures going on in this scene. <laughs> like that is clearly like the Chinese mogwai shop from Gremlins. Oh, Mixed in, and now God. all of a sudden, it's the Japanese something, something of something. <laughs> <laughs> For like, real. It's just a mishmash of the, shit where I'm just like, demon, all right, we're going to Chinatown. Demons, oh, wait, this is not Chinatown. This is some kind of, oh, oh this guy's Japanese now. Okay, okay, he's Japanese. I, I just thought there was like, no, such the, a weird clash of cultures going and when on. The, when the girl is spinning, you bring up the gremlins so much because I instantly thought gremlins in the scene. When she's spinning around... It sounds like the fucking gremlins are in the room, and it's supposed to be the like the demon voice. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. and it sounds just like a fucking mogwai or hey, a gremlin running around. If we want to talk about influences, definitely, yeah. Like I, I saw some Exorcist going on here. Oh yes, I saw Ghostbusters going on here. I saw fucking yeah, like Poltergeist going on here. Like there was a lot of influence. If, the, from if other there's films. one thing I'm going to give this crit this film mad credit for, is that. Those scenes were pretty frightening, but almost out of place frightening. Which ones? The ones in the in the. Um... Anytime she was like super possessed, especially the one that yeah. was on in that shot. I'll totally agree with you. I totally agree. I feel like it's it's two two different films smashed together, so they don't yeah. feel like they fit. Oh, it's but like I martial love arts them. horror. I love the fact that they're in there. Yeah, now. it's and like I, four I different it, films I got smashed mad, together. Mad credit for that because I actually yep. did find that the sound effects that they were doing. It was like it did seem like a lot like The Exorcist, where it was like coming from different areas yes. of the walls, and like maybe it's coming from the left, and maybe it's coming from the right. Like, yeah, and it's so unpredictable, and she's doing these weird things. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it's outlandish, like her spinning on a dude. Just the sword James floating, Hunt. floating out of the closet to her, you know, yeah. is is. You gotta love that wire work. I like it actually. I, 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 it's cheesy, you know, and you can tell that it's on a string, but like. But ultimately, I'm like, cool. Yeah, you you did a practical effect. It looks fairly convincing. Like, and it kind of played. No. 
I think it kind of <laughs> it plays to the charm of the film. I think it was the crappiest looking thing. <laughs> I think it plays to the All charm right. of it. I actually, I actually kind of agree with Chris. I think it plays to the charm of it too. But to say like it's it's good is is wrong. It's it's, <laughs> it's entertaining. I'll put it that it way. It is definitely entertaining. Thank you. Let's just let's. How about we do this? Let's just make this conversation in our lives a lot easier going forward. Let's just say that this is neither a good or a shitty film. It is an entertaining film. Yes, I would agree with that. I could say yeah, it's an yeah, entertaining yeah, film. Yeah, I would agree with that. There's a lot of entertaining parts of let's this say, film. Let's say, let's talk about this, Chris, so that it gives you some room to hate it. Let's say, <laughs> let's say, let's let's have the scale not be good and bad. Let's have the scale be entertaining and not entertaining. Entertaining and not entertaining. Yeah, that. I mean, that's fine. I would say... But what, what, what I was going to say also, sorry. Yeah, go, no, go, go, go. Cut you off. Is that uh, the 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 interesting thing about that scene too? Um, is that it has probably the best actor in the movie in James Hung. And he has such a small part, but he literally is probably the best actor in this movie for the short amount of time that he's on screen. Everybody else is pretty damn good. Well, you know that James Hung is Awful. a good actor. Oh, well, I know that. Yeah, I know that. I mean, but, I mean, he should have had a bigger part. I. You know what? I, I mean, I guess I. I don't know. I don't know. The rest of the, the cast is, is right, god cool. awful. <laughs> I really, I, like, I feel like that scene. There, there's a part of me that feels like that scene didn't even need to be in, in there. It didn't. Like it's just like, all right. Like, why would this cop have this sudden urge? Like, hey, I know a guy. And- it's uh, because they wanted to get a like a full possessed scene in there where she's freaking out, but she's chained up, so they can get but that. You know, it could have been a priest. It could have been sweet anything. It could have been, it been any. Anything that this guy would have been realistically known. Can we go back? We have to go back. I'm sorry. There's yeah, not back. enough about how shitty this cop is. Go back. Okay. Let's talk about the first time he goes to see her um, at her dance class. Yeah, and when she kicks ass her in aerobics. the alleyway. Her yeah. aerobics. Yeah. She's class. an aerobic instructor. This is the, this, and this is the moment of <laughs> the wooing, as I would put it. Yeah, right. He woos her finally. Right. He goes to this thing. He does this aerobics class. He can barely keep up because, hey, He's you know, tough. if one thing women are good at, it's it's uh it's uh, a rhythm rhythm dancing <laughs> anything after let's get physical right that era they're really into fitness yeah this film actually really pushes that that eighties into uh, fitness phase oh yeah that for was going sure. on for a while but uh, so she does like a dance class and he can't keep up right so then she goes up after class and it's that typical like eighties weird scene where like there's always like seven dudes and they're always just trying to like. Rape, rape a girl and rape, alley? not rape a girl. Like you don't know what they're gonna do, but you have they to imagine. They never get it's, that far. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's either on a subway where a girl's like walking around, and like seven guys are just like, "Hey, lady," and they're giving her a hard time. Yeah, she decides she's gonna stand up to the for this girl, um, and uh, these guys, in turn, obviously attack her instead. You know, in a very sexualized way. That right. would lead you to believe that they mean to sexually assault her at some point in time. <laughs> Definitely. Um, she kicks the shit out of him because she gets possessed by the power of the ninja. And she kicks the shit out of him. And the cop is watching this whole thing. Mind you, he's not doing a fucking thing. Yeah, what no, the fuck? I know, he right? He's just sitting there on the sidelines just like, this is entertaining. I'm like, why yeah. is this chick right? kicking the, like, starting the to thing. kick ass and this cop is just watching? But yeah, and then there's like, in yeah. the crowd is a bunch of other men who yeah. just came from, just like, from, from the gym as well. There's like, a no, spectating. Outnumber the amount of people there's doing a this full, horrendous yeah. crime in front there's of There's a yeah. full fucking fledged, like, Frankenstein... Uh, fucking town, village town people watching yeah. this going There's on. There's 20 people watching this fucking thing. Including, it's a, it's a, like a spectator officer, sport. Including a police officer. Oh, but he's off duty, Mike. 
Okay. True. Yeah. No, he's uh, right. But apparently yeah. he's like, he must be watching his watch, waiting for hey. when his his next thing is on. Because as soon as this girl beats the shit out of everybody, <laughs> she walks over to the thing and he goes, okay, you're under arrest. Yeah, right? And it's like, what? what? You would think the girl would be like, under arrest for what? Defending myself against seven rapists? <laughs> what, being <laughs> awesome? That you right? watched and saw try to rape me? Yeah, and everybody was just going to stand around and be like fucking... I mean, these boys are just being boys, but you lady, yeah, you lady, you didn't have to hit him with a bar. You didn't have to throw a metal bar their way. <laughs> I loved when she did the action sequences too because they were like awful. They, they were good. Awful. <laughs> No, they were remember, entertaining. No, no, hold on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. They were, they were entertaining. entertaining. They were entertaining. You're right. Uh, when she throws up, I'm glad you brought up the, the bar throwing thing because it stuck out in my head. <laughs> Watching her pick up this bar barely. Mm-hmm. That must have weighed 10 pounds. Yeah, it's and, a hollow bar. And, it's just yeah. a hollow And barely chuck, barely being able to chuck it. She's and probably it, nervous that she was throwing it towards the camera. Like Maybe it was just like... Do actors, do actors get nervous about that? I would imagine they're nervous about throwing. No, stuff not if at you're in people. character. No, not if you're in character and rapists mm-hmm. are coming at you. You're going to throw that bar as hard as I you can. I don't think this person went so method that she <laughs> was like unaware of her surroundings. She was the canon it girl at the time. I think she went method. Yeah, she's, about, she's about as method as you can get for canon. Okay, well, but like. <laughs> Let's go back to the, sh- the cop shit. Yeah. So, like the cop have, like takes her home and she's like fucking pissed off. And then I have never seen a girl. Oh yeah, but he God, didn't he didn't ever scene. he didn't ever actually arrest her though. He just he never, that was his way. He already got shot down once. This is his this way is of getting a, this a second. This is an time. insane scene to me. The but car it's ride. So crazy. The car ride yes. with the cop and what is her name? Yeah, Christy. Christy. Yeah. yeah. Christy and the fucking cop. Fucking insane. Literally, she goes from like despising this human being. Like, how dare until you not? He loses his me. shit. He loses well, his shit get... in the car and yes. he goes, I'm a cop and I'm proud to be a cop. And if you don't like it, you can just get out, lady. And then she's like, you know what? I do want to fuck you. Yeah. yeah. And so she like immediately is like, take me back to my place. And she exits I don't, the bathroom. I, I don't have any coffee, but I've got some V8. Oh my God. How many V8 cans <laughs> are we going to raise tonight? Oh my God. We have I'm to. glad that's because I was just talking about that set scene. scene. Oh, Somebody this is said like it. my favorite fucking even, scene in this fucking does, movie. Does, so like they get back to her place and they start, and, and of course, he's walking around drinking on his can of V8. Who and, doesn't? Yeah. And she comes out of the bathroom with nothing but a, a towel on. I was like, okay, this is fast. This is happening quickly. Very quickly. So she she transitions into robe. And well, first she takes off her towel to reveal she, another towel underneath. <laughs> which, <laughs> underneath which that was her underwear. Which, also underwear. <laughs> which, just, which, which disappears and just shows her it's, back. It's the sunglass gag from Airplane, yeah. but with towels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So once she once she's comfortable, they uh, they make their way over to the couch where she climbs on top of him, and then in a method that I think if I was there, I would have probably vomited. She poured V eight on herself on her chest on her chest, let it run down, and then he proceeded to just lick V eight up off of her. You know, normally oh, champagne. I, I would have gagged but in a heartbeat. Can I just say something? What I really liked about that scene is before There's nothing before she parts. She pours it on her on her bare chest. <laughs> she has to point into the camera like product place. <laughs> oh god! Well, here's the thing. That was the it director's has choice. Eight vegetables. <laughs> 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 He's got to get his vegetables in. They just it had a workout. Been, it could have been. 
commercial for V8. It yeah. was hysterical. Hey, yeah. there's nothing like sex in V8. Uh, I don't understand. It was, I would I would have like left the oh probably God. left the room or just gag dry heaved for a while. It was literally the director's choice to add that in there. It was not in the script or anything like that. He was just like, "Hey, we should throw uh, again making good choices in this yeah. film." Do you know what people who work out like V8? You know what's sexy? We would be really sexy. What if a girl poured fucking carrot and tomato juice down her breast? And then let me lick it off. No, gross, dude. I thought that was fucking sexy. That's, like, that's like eating carrot cake out of a butthole. No one wants to do <laughs> that. But it has to be. It has I to mean, be product placement, right? How much do you think VA gave them to do that shot? And how the fuck did he sell this shot to them? I don't think VA gave them shit. Yeah, I don't think they gave him anything. At they all. had to. He, he showed the label. Nah. It was like, there, like right out. No, there. there was probably something going on here. There I has mean, to be. You can't show a label unless it's, it's canon. Yeah, you can. You, you yeah, show a label. Yeah, they take advertising money. Yes, they will. Absolutely, Canon's gonna take. Take, take, fuck you know. yeah, they will. They'll be like, yeah, we'll put your shit in here for fucking ten grand. Yeah, we're gonna get all the kids to, you know what? We're gonna make sex and V eight. We're gonna get all the kids. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. I promise I fucking love you, that. Sex and V eight. I just yeah. think it's so funny. It's that a book I'm working on. Sex, sex and V eight. But there's like a lot of ridiculous things. Like uh, one of my favorite ninja weapons was Eye Patch Ninja. Uh, he he leaps from the wall. And he, he detaches a ninja star from his belt and then proceeds to uh, throw it into another security guard or a cop. I can, they, they start blending together at some point. Um, <laughs> they do. They do. I can't keep track of which one, but that was my favorite ninja weapon. Did, you, did, did any of you guys have a favorite ninja weapon or gadget in this film? <sighs> Maybe a rope? I like the smoke bombs, honestly. I always was a, am a fan of smoke I bombs. Think, I think it's, it's ninja stars because I, I feel like, in and this is the second or third Ninja canon film I've seen. Ninja stars are like not that dangerous. Like they're Oh, I beg to differ according to this film. That's what I'm saying. This film makes it seem like you can throw a ninja star with the, the most precise accuracy. And if you hit him in the toe, that guy's dead. <laughs> no, he'll bleed out. Yeah, he'll bleed out and die. Like there's a shot even in the in that in that attack on the uh, golf course where she throws a ninja star, he puts his hand up, it cuts him through the hand, but he dies. Like, he blocks the ninja star. It hits him in the palm of the hand. Where is this? It's during the uh, uh, the golf cart uh, killing scene where he kills all the security guards. Okay, yeah. He throws a ninja star. A guy puts his hand up. It lodges into the palm of his hand. He effectively, what I would assume, blocks it, and yet he falls to the ground and dies. He's dead. He's done. Huh. Here's the thing you don't realize about this ninja is that everything he uses, obviously, is dipped in poison. It, it must be. It must be. It's the only. It's the only other thing I, I can mean, think of. That's actually I, the only way you I'm use actually, a ninja star. I'm, a, I'm actually surprised no one Sorry, said the smart man does a yeah. shuriken. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised no one said the little fucking ring thing where you just poke somebody in the neck and they fucking. Well, that's get, clearly poisoned. Their night's out. That's clearly yeah. poisoned. The troll ring from Troll One. It's clearly poisoned. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, yeah, that that scene's weird too. The the killing in the in the bathhouse or whatever. Because he, and here, let me let me get. If I if I can get a consensus here, what the here. fuck is up with that cop? Well, let me, let me ask about all the other cops. Is he just bringing out hookers? Like, That's what I thought. I thought he books them and then he he you know takes them out on a nice date. Well, this, this is what I want to talk I'm about. Trying, what, what's a sex word that rhymes with books them? Because that's going to be a good joke. Books them. That sucked. Jesus Christ. You know. Well, this fact. is this is what I want to ask about. Are they trying to like? Are they trying like? Was the writer trying to like alleviate? This girl from being a complete villain by suggesting that the cop squad that killed this ninja was, was also kind of crooked. Because I felt like they were making a conscious effort to kind of be like, 
Well, yeah, but they, some of them deserve it. Like, yeah, yeah, some of them I totally so. deserve this. Yeah, oh, I definitely there's think definitely so. a guy that's doing the hooker thing. Um, I just got the impression that some of the cops were supposed to be the amazing were being portrayed as being negative, or they were trying to. Uh, they definitely uh, be tried corrupt. to put a little bit of a slime ball to yeah, a couple totally. of them. They totally like, fucking did. Are you trying? Are you trying to talk about the amazing uh, the the pool hall fight scene in the guy's house? No, no, no. <laughs> we were talking about, we were talking hey, about the jacuzzi. That's I'm not, what we were talking about. I'm not sad about any of the fight scenes in this movie. I'll tell you what, man. I was they bl- were very entertaining. I was blown away by that ninja on ninja fight in that fucking abandoned house where they're jumping through fucking... Yeah. F- going through like three floors of fucking... Yeah. Decrepit floor and then jumping through like ceilings Dude. and... <laughs> they knew how to fucking cut a film to make it way more exciting than what it probably this actually movie was. was. Yeah, this yeah. movie was entertaining. There's no, yeah, I was entertained. The, all these scenes are fantastic. Yeah, the fight scenes in this were were pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I they, were. they were. They were. They were so choreographed. They did a really well. good job. Well, and it was or uh, cut well. Whatever it, was, it is, it was Eye Patch Ninja who choreographed them. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah. And he and you know what? Killed it. Yeah, he, he did, did a good great. Job. Yeah, killed it. I mean, he's done two before this. You know, it's not his first rodeo. <laughs> yeah, he's upping. He's upping the ante. It's not, it's not his first. He's, upper, he's, he's upping his own ante. Right. Exactly. Well, it's I like, mean, I gotta go bigger this time. You have to when you have ghosts involved. When you have ghosts involved, yes, that. That interesting You've choice. You've got ghosts. The thing is, is uh, I was, was she? So then, what? It's so confusing. The the fact that, like you said, the first time she was was possessed by it was an evil wind. But then I think back to the fucking Vitcha game machine. Uh, the Vitcha game? Yeah, the Vitcha game machine. No, because bouncer the, no. when yes. bouncer became no. possessed and the shot video, lasers the vi- because the video game scene cool came scene, after she whooped a bunch of ass with her ninja skills. Yeah, there's no way. Look, I I think that. The way I the way I perceived this was that um, there were like like in most possession movies, like there's a part of their humanity that still exists, mm-hmm. right? And this thing is trying to take over the whole thing. It's a parasite. Yeah, and and it, and it's systematically because it keeps offering her the sword. Right. The sword keeps floating out. She keeps right. putting it back into the closet. Sword keeps floating back out. And I feel like um, this demon ninja is is systematically trying to take consume. Every part yeah. of her before he is like completely in control, just like brain yeah. scan. What I think is fantastic about it is, is it the way that they do it, right? Because when 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 he like takes over a fucking dig dug machine, it's <laughs> dig dug. It's so weird. That scene is crazy because there's that lasers, yeah, that are shining on her face. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like taking it. a scan of her face. Right, yeah. right. There are so many weird moments in this She's film, being like brain scanned. Yeah, God damn it! There's a, Holy there's a, shit! Was this all a brain scan from the bouncer machine? Holy it fuck! There's a that real movie link just between won't, that movie's haunting this show. Fan theory. They're really trying to link technology. Yeah, you know what? The spirit is taking. You know, the spirit is is with the hip with the times. It's, okay, you know what used yeah. to happen? What used to work back in the day was a floating sword. I don't. That's th- used to what free people out. Now it's lasers in the face. I, I don't th- think the spirit is that way. I think the spirit just needs some somehow needs a doorway to go through. Like that's why it's just doorways that open uh, up can and I, lights. Can I, can I, I don't think it's any of this. This is what I honestly believe. You don't know. So I've. You don't know. Wow, you're really hitting it off. Um, <laughs> just knocking me down immediately. Hit, hit, just yeah, shooting really, down my idea before hit, I even come. You guys out are really with hitting it. it off. You're really hitting it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like. We've seen so bad their good movies like Miami Connection, and we've seen Troll 2, but they always have this instinct where I feel like it's like, okay, these are 
good people trying to make a really deep meaning film. They just don't know how to do it, and they and they fuck it up, and it becomes this magical, magical film, right? Mm-hmm. This might be the first film I think I've seen where I legitimately think that they were just on drugs. Okay, like the shot, okay. the shots with the with the with the arcade machine with all the lasers, and the fact that like she decides to like try to drown out this demon with like synth pop from the eighties. In the late oh. 80s. I feel like there's so many weird, I feel like contradictory was... scenes that I feel like they might have been. I mean, they were just trying to widen their demographic. Yeah, they were. What do you mean? I, I don't mean, think they were. I don't think they were on drugs. I think they were playing perfectly to their 80s audience. I know. I think they were trying to build a bigger, like a bigger looking movie, looking movie on a lower. Yes, budget. absolutely. Well, there's so many conflicting things, and they try to put so much into into such a small. I mean, I mean, that's canon. Of they a do. Film. That's canon no, in general. No, 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 no. Bloodsport doesn't fucking like. Uh, like Frank Dukes doesn't learn. I don't think that was actually learn made how to by break Kenneth. a brick below five other bricks because he plays fucking dr- Double Dragon one night. Oh my! No, God. he does and play a video game in it though. No, but breaking a brick underneath Thank five under <laughs> under five <laughs> other bricks right. is a big a is a big game. fucking concept idea. He plays I, uh, karate it, in it. it. It's just such a conflict. There's so many weird things that happen in this film. I don't think anything's conflicting in this film. I think what? it's all bullshit and it's all shit show and it it works wonderfully together. This. Wonderfully, yes. <laughs> I mean, wonderfully in a really like. S- like I said, entertaining, entertaining. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's entertaining because I was thoroughly entertained. Right. When she's, I mean, I've never watched lasers bounce off a girl's face. I for thought that shot. Minutes. I, cool. I actually thought that shot looked badass. I was like, honestly. Thank, <laughs> thank God her eyes are closed. Yeah, that was right? a wise That's choice. That's what I kept thinking. I was like, man, I wonder if like this. But you went know, what? Wrong I kept I, actually all stands. Kept thinking like, I wonder what it looked like if I did open my eyes. But thankfully, they gave me that POV shot. Right. There's just so many weird shots. It's that, and then like the the, the Chinese the Chinese medicine man that decides that he's gonna like that whole scene. He's like quit. there's. This film, you <laughs> gonna quit his job. So when we talk about influences, normally what they do with influences, like there's an influence that kind of permeates the whole film, right? And it's like maybe layered with other influences that also permeate the whole film. This film doesn't feel like that. It feels like there's one or two shots. It's like, all right, now we're gonna do the Exorcist thing. All right, now we're gonna do the Tron thing. Yeah. Right. All right, now we're gonna do the scene where it's like fucking right, like a martial arts movie. Like it's it's. It's just not connected in any way. Right. It's like they they thought about five minutes Threw that they a bunch wanted of to shit shut at the wall. that they wanted to like close off just for the exorcist scene. Look, I right. think I think I think what you're describing is like the owners of Canon like looking at the dailies, be like, yes, but but uh, but Tron is so big. Put but Tron, Tron wouldn't, in. Tron wouldn't have been big by now. Tron is like what 1979, maybe 82, maybe this film was 87. No, 84. Fuck me. Okay. No. Nope. I say it. I say it at the end of breaks because it's so important, Mike. <laughs> so super important fact. Everybody knows the year. <laughs> when did Tron come out? Oh Jesus! Tron Christ. came out in eighty-two. Eighty-two. Oh God, it wasn't Told that you. far away. Yeah, it wasn't that wasn't far that away. They probably they probably filming in eighty-three. So he's probably like Tron. Add that. No, add they shot. No, that's not true. They shot this movie in nine weeks. That's a long time. Yeah, but, but it, 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 didn't, it didn't hit theaters in nine, nine weeks. weeks. Is not a long no, time. you're right. That's a month and a half. I it's mean, too, but yeah, it's, it's not too bad. Yeah, Tron could yeah. be a, like a major influence on this film. Yeah, they could be like, hey man, but people I'm saying, love fucking I'm Tron. saying the stuff that you're describing just sounds like sounds like the executive producers who are the gal- the galams are like coming in and be like, maybe add this, maybe add this type of thing. But. And, and oh, I think it was not, all I'm over this I'm not bashing movie. it. I'm yeah. just saying that normally, no, I'm not bashing it when you're when you're trying to say, okay, I'm going to make a film and it's going to be like what lies beneath. 
Hitchcock is all like throughout the whole film, like okay, there's yeah, a Hitchcock vibe in this film, but like obviously Zemeckis is trying to do a Hitchcock vibe. This film, imagine if it was just like five minutes where he was just like, and now we're doing just Hitchcock <laughs> for five minutes. Everything else has been like a Nicholas Sparks movie. <laughs> but now we're doing Hitchcock. Yeah, but listen, if Zemeckis had to report to Golam, you better believe Golan. That Golan. There, you better believe Golam. there would there would have been lasers coming out of that stereo in that jump scare scene in What Lies Beneath. Maybe, I don't know. I like I said, I'm not behind the scenes, but I, I can see I can see that. Yes. Let's take a break and when we come back, we'll talk more about Ninja 3, The Domination. I heard ninja. I want to know what the hell that is. It is better you. You not know too much for your own sake. You tell me, you old bastard, I'm going to bust you right now. Listen, she is possessed by a, a black ninja with all the powers of the nine-hand cutting. No, nothing can be done. I, I tell you, she will be totally... Don't you tell me nothing can be done. I want you to help her. We are back. We are talking about Ninja 3, The Domination. Came out in what year, Mike? 1984. Why? It's important information. Um, cool. Let's talk about the end of this Is film. he done with the bottle yet? <laughs> I believe he's done with the wine bottle. Okay. I've finished. I've done it. <laughs> Let's talk about the end of this film, which um, it never ends. The it's end nice. of the film never ends? I felt like this film just never ends. This ninja's always going to get up. I was waiting for him to get up <laughs> even at the fucking end. Even when they're hanging off a cliff. I, I, yeah. You know, I really want to talk about the ending because this is actually the one part of this film that really supremely disappoints me. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, go for it. I'm all go, ears. Go, go for it. Yeah, we're listening. Yeah. we're listening. Okay, so uh, so as, as, as mentioned, I think halfway through the film, they make a point to say only a ninja can kill another ninja. Right, yes. so I guess that's why the cops couldn't have killed the ninja with three hundred bullets because, but yeah, I guess yes. you can die and then become a zombie ninja or maybe right. even like a fucking only a ninja can kill another ninja phantasm ninja. I don't know what the like fuck maybe happens. you can be injured, you're just not dead. I mean, he takes a lot of bullets, yeah. right? So right. I mean, who knows? Anyways, so none of those guys were ninjas. So um, it, it takes another ninja and then sh- shows up is the eye patch ninja, which is has that cool hilt. Yeah, I, I thought it was like the one kind of cool that like, is stylistic the one, uh, choice. Where I was like, the one right. cool thing. In, yeah, I agree. All right, you took a ninja sword, you made the hilt, and you made the thing. Exactly. And then they throw, they show a quick backstory as to where this comes. Like, I guess the guy killed his father. The the ninja, the black ninja killed killed one of his, you know, friends relatives, or friends, relatives or whatever, and he loved one threw a shuriken in his eye, but it didn't kill him because no, it just blinded him. Just blinded him. Shows up in America. Which they don't really explain why he shows up, but they tell him, "Hey, you're the guy that killed your family member." Anyhow, yeah, he's on loose. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. So he 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 takes it upon himself to like my mission is to now to kill this ninja phantasm thing. Finds out it's in the girl. He gets the ninja out of the out of the girl. Yeah, yeah. he does. Right. Mm-hmm. So now he's fighting like a ghost ninja. That uh, essentially a zombie ninja. Yeah. A zombie, zombie, whatever ninja. the fuck it is, right? And he's fighting yes. this ninja. It was kind of a part of me that kind of felt like when the girl. So, so they're what. So what? What happens is the girl, Christy, and the cop are there, and they're watching this whole thing go down. They're watching this eye patch ninja fight this other ninja, right? And the girl kept keeps stopping the cop from trying to shoot 
the other ninja. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess under the assumption that she knows, like, only a ninja can kill another ninja. Right, she does know that because she was told that. But she picks up the sword and she impales right. the black ninja. I kind of feel like that's where the film should end, right? Like, because, like, there's a part of me that kind of feels like, okay, if this, if this is a film about, like, redemption or, like, no, o- they- overcoming an arc... Why isn't she a ninja? Because they wanted to give She's you another. They wanted to give you another stunt as well. Like, She's not a ninja anymore. I mean, it, yeah, it, she wasn't. She was uh, already maybe, changed. But maybe, she was. So once a ninja, right. always a ninja. Right. That, that, that's kind of how I kind of. Is that part like, of the rules? It's kind of like the Marines. Like once a Marine, always a Marine. I do, do kind of feel rules. like yeah. I do kind of feel like if this was a a film that I like, and, and this is me, like if I wrote the film or whatever, or if, if any yet, but be thankful you didn't. If I'm trying to make like an arc or something like that, where this girl is the main character. I want her to kill the the ninja at the end, right? And I maybe that is the story where actually. it's like you have an issue in your life, something is un- incomplete. You become a ninja, and in the end, like yes, this this possession that happened to you actually ends up being a positive. Like you're you learn these things. Like you are a ninja technically, and that she impales the ninja, and that she wins the day. She gets and the girl she, wins it she, because she, she overcomes the demon that's inside of her. Yeah, but she, instead. A dude has to. She gets no. She gets. She gets her redemption though, because she does impale his ninja, which does stop him from whooping uh, Shokazugi's ass, right? And then puts him into a spiral and goes down. Obviously, this guy's gonna get the final kill though, because it's kind of his. Because it's his movie. No, it's not. He's not the main character. He's the main character in all these ninja movies. He's like the. He's like the guiding force in all of these. He's the returning guy. There's no point in this film that I thought that. Anybody but Christy was the main character. Yeah, but this is like onset politics. This is politics, actor politics. I mean, it kind of. <laughs> I I feel like what it is though is like the eye patch ninja is. I don't. Know, I get the. I always get the vibe that like Offset secretly they're like kind of the ones like think that they're top shit and whatever. And that's what I got in this movie was that Shokazuki was always going to get the last kill. Well, and Shokazuki oh, yeah. should have been the main character throughout the whole thing. He's the main. He's yeah, the main but hero. You know what? He doesn't sell. Like, he saves her. Like, he's barely in it. He doesn't say like he saves. Not he saves her. Without her, without him, she she can never. She can never I get this feel out. Like from the beginning of the film, we're looking at this Christy girl. She's the main character. I feel like she should have been the, the one that. Well, the way I mean, the way you, she's the one I agree with Mike actually on Like yeah, she should have been the one that like killed killed. Killed the uh, ninja at the end. She should have killed her own ninja. demon. She she's not a ninja. ninja. She's not a ninja, and she didn't even exercise her own demon. But either. her name's not above the credits, is what he's saying. Look, what no, I, I get that. I look, look. I understand. People where you guys aren't are going from. to see Ninja Three to see some chick be a ninja. No, I, you know what's really funny? Can about I be honest with you? That is, abs- I absolutely disagree with that because I'm going to tell you right now. The selling point of this film is. Dude, we're gonna make like the girl is in it. You know what's funny about that? There's right. no fucking way they is were the director, like, yeah, the director. We're doing this that's thing. one of the reasons, and maybe why you're picking up such these feminist, strong feminist vibes. Oh, I'm uh, not from the film. <laughs> uh, is be- I am not Cody. It, no, I know. I'm being sarcastic <laughs> right now. Is because the director actually said that he thought this movie was a failure because no one would. He believed that no one would think that a, a woman could do could do all this ninja stuff and be a, be a ninja. Basically, he thought it was unbelievable. So he, he blamed film... it on that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why this film is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And w- which is weird because, like, now watching it nowadays, the one thing I'm looking at is like, I wanted the girl to be the hero. Yeah. Like, I wanted the girl to get the redemption. Well, and why they, should she they be did the, give the main it to you. The thing is, they gave it to you, but then they took it away. They like, did take it away. Like, that's they, right. They, yeah. they gave it to you, like, cool. That, that was awesome. But then it's like, but there's another gag, and it's well, now there, they're fighting always, on the edge of a cliff. There's always, there's always, there's always the killer always comes back, right? 
So once you think he's dead, he always comes back again. We did that at the beginning of the film when he got shot 300 times. times. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. does it multiple times in this film. He yeah. comes back multiple times in this yeah, film. Yeah, but, but without that, we don't have a movie. No, so I, we gotta I, kill I him again. We gotta I, kill him again. I understand Three what times you're a charm. I would have la- rather it been Shosh Kazuki stabs him and you think he's dead and the girl kills him and then he's like, you're right, you're the ninja because you, you were possessed <sighs> and you learned... This thing. Your body absorbed ninja DNA. Somebody, somebody that's a better writer than me could. This figured. movie ends right. This chick's gonna go off with this with this sweater chested cop. All right, and they're gonna go have a <laughs> life together. However, you know who's not gonna have a life? It's Shokazuki. Yeah, and he's gonna continue on, and hopefully, he's gonna wander into Ninja Four, which never happens. <laughs> it does not. It does not. What do you guys say? We rate this mammer jammer. Cody, what are we rating it? It's only. It can only be cans of V eight. Absolutely, it's probably it. the sexiest drink. Maybe known maybe they'll pay <laughs> us. Maybe they'll pay us as much as they pay. The tomato t- juice could be so sexy. Let's, it it's already not. salty. Let's <laughs> start with. <laughs> it's already salty. Let's start with Mike. I'm gonna give this film a. Um, comes a five. No, here comes a five. Uh, I'm gonna say a three and a half. There it is. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. And uh, a five. I, I really did thoroughly have a really fun time watching this film. Um, I like to. What did I give Enter the Ninja? I have no fucking idea, but... I think it was around that. I feel like this film... It may is, have been better. I feel like the third one is better than the first one. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why, because I, I, it, it is all the influences that are so clearly defined throughout the film. Like, they're trying to... But there, there are some, like... I, I really do think demonic possession scenes uh, where, the, where the demon's coming out. I actually do feel like... A pretty goddamn good job with the audio. Like they do a really good job at actually making those scenes semi scary. If it wasn't the fact that it was such a fuck up weird film, like this campy weird film, um, I feel like they could have really like if they just focused on that, it could have been a fucking horror film, like a serious horror film. It could have been Canon's one real actual horror film. If you think about yeah, it, it Canon's Ju- not really known for doing. Could have been Juon. Beyond. No, but like, really, is there is there is there a canon film that's that is a horror film? I don't even think there is. Canon's they have always a lot of, for being they have a lot of, Well, they have action. They have action horror films. Yeah, but this one actually, there were scenes when it where I was like that. Mm, that would be legitimately scary to me. Wasn't was Zero thing. Boys canon? No, I don't know, no, uh, no okay. not at all. Um, I don't really know that. I don't even know if they did slashers. Mike, you gave Enter the Ninja a three, by the way. Okay, then I'm giving this three point five. I'm, I'm glad that I do this because I actually do like it slightly more than Enter the Ninja. I think it's a little bit more absurd. I think there's a lot more funny scenes in it, and the weird continuity errors are, are, are far more. And I actually do think that it's actually legitimately scary in some points. So yeah, uh, I like it a lot. Chris point five. Chris. Uh, I think this movie is entertaining for a one-time watch. Uh, I'm I wasn't a huge fan of this. Um, I thought, yeah, it was fun. Like I, I enjoyed the, the 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 fight sequences, and I did think you know the characters were engaging enough, like for a one-time view. But I'm definitely not going to go back to this one. Um, you know, it was. I feel like I've seen this movie before in in other films, like. Enter the Ninja, I think I probably actually enjoyed a little bit more than this one. It is pretty ridiculous that like a girl gets possessed by a ninja and goes and takes revenge on all these cops and stuff. That's kind of a unique concept. But it didn't, you know, like it's not memorable to me for some reason. Like I have a hard time even recalling like things I really loved about it. It's just kind of, yeah, it was entertaining for that hour and a half, but 
Um, you know, I'm going to have to stick with two cans of V8 on this one. Just two? Yep, wow, just two. two. All right. Next up is Kyle. Uh, I'm going to agree with a lot of what Mike said. I'm going to give this movie four cans of V8. Oh, wow. um, I found this movie incredibly entertaining. I liked the different genres and different, well, let's just say different entire films that were copied and then <laughs> just stitched together into yeah. this movie. I liked that. I think, um, I mean, you know, I think I personally, I, I am going to go back and, and probably rewatch this movie. And this is one I might actually enjoy showing to somebody because of like just, there's so much kind of silliness and absurdity uh, in, in this movie. And I like that. So absolutely, four from me. Check it out. It's good. All right, I will give this a 2.5, barring another watch. Wow. Right now. I surprise. Did not expect this, Cody. No, I, I really expect, reason, When I saw this film, I said, this is a Cody winner. This the reason I say winner. that is I feel like I missed a lot, but I also feel like it took me a while to watch this movie. It's very long. It's almost it's almost a full it's two hours. Hour, no, it's an hour and 30 minutes. No, it's, a, it's like an hour 40. No, it's an hour and 33 minutes. It's an hour 40. We can actually go on in. On IMDb Find out what it out. is. Anyways, it, it it feels long, um. So there are dull periods in it where it it, it it does drag a little bit. But I also feel like there is a lot of stuff that I missed because I was too busy laughing at other things. Mm. Um, there's something about it where I, I'm I feel like I am missing the charm of it because I just don't like the actors. There's not one to me where I'm like, oh, at least you're trying. Except for maybe uh, Chrissy. Yeah. Uh, but the but the fucking boyfriend is so. I don't know. I don't like him. I just don't like him in this role. I don't and like him either, but he's funny to let. He's he's, he's I, the worst I, I cop. Just, I had a great yeah, a great time he's laughing the at cop. the fact that he's just such he, a shitty he cop. Is the, he is the worst cop. Like this is the, the thing. I, I do want to say. I do want. Sorry to interrupt. I do want to say my laughter is was a blend of like, oh, here are some really horrible decisions, like from like a directing or a writing yeah. standpoint. Here are some really like funny, cheesy scenes. So I was laughing between the two, like that was yeah. keeping me entertained for the most. I part. do think it's cool that after this movie, he got transferred to New York and became Sergeant Kabuki Man. Um, no, this I mean, is it, fan it, theory. No, it, it's <laughs> there. Can I just say something? <laughs> I I know I know it's a joke. Like I agree with you. This is the this is the plot of Sergeant Kabuki Man. <laughs> it, it is like a weird. It's the canon plot of Sergeant. Kabuki it's like it's, it's like, the canon plot of a trauma film. It's yeah. Sergeant Kabuki Man, and it's Jason Goes to Hell. Like that's yeah, what I feel yeah, like the really two weird. movies. It is. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like I missed a lot, and I actually need to go back and watch because I feel like there is a lot of memorable things in there, but so much of it happens that you forget it. See, and I felt like. I didn't forget it. I just didn't. It didn't leave that big of an impression click. on me. Like it didn't really. There is something off that doesn't click with me with this movie, and I think that's why I'm stuck at that two point five, and I don't want to go higher because I feel like there is something where I'm just like, there's a little bit where I didn't enjoy it, and I but I don't can't quite put my finger on what exactly. It I is. will say that uh, good news when you watch it the second time, if you do, um, you won't have to spend two hours on it because it's only an hour thirty, but it's long. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was an hour 40. Uh, your your, an your hour number 40. kept way, going way, down. Even if you were rounding up, you're wrong. It's uh, it's an hour 32. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about an hour 40. So, I mean, take away credits. So, like yeah. an hour 28. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I, I will say uh, 2.5 for me. Bargain of the Watch. Guess what? That is our show for this week. Make sure you follow us on social media at Coldfilm underscore review on Instagram and on Twitter. You can follow Kyle at 
You can follow me on Instagram at ColdFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at ColdFilm underscore Chris only Instagram. Oh, shit. You went Southern. You can follow Mike at, at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. That's our show. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.